Good, good morning, good evening, good afternoon, blessed and free family, wherever you may be in the world. Thank you for joining me for another episode of Blessed and Free 63. And I just really wanted to just have a, give you a quick thought. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we come before you this morning and we ask you to, to bless our word, Father God, to say what you want us to know, to give us the strength to walk this walk of faith. That we are called to walk in Jesus name we pray amen and the thought is that sometimes we forget who we are in Christ when you forget who you are you allow others to forget too and you start to accept things <laughs> for who you are not and you let others do what they want to do with you. Treat you how they want to treat you. Until God opens your eyes. And you really get to see who you are in Christ. And that God has a plan for your life. And we don't know who we are supposed to be. And we will not walk in that plan. Unless God opens our eyes that we can see who we really are in Christ. And then when we know that, when we see that, even the devil has to beware. So we thank God for opening our hearts, our eyes, and setting us free. The problems we go through as women, men, and children of God is because we don't really know who we are and who we are supposed to belong to. And we don't know the resources of heaven that's available to us. And we become we become people that accept everything, that are gullible, that make people treat us how they want to treat us, that make people say what they want to say, ask us what they want to ask us, address us in a way that is not royalty at all and, and does, and, and does no, no justice to the kingdom of God and who we belong to. We have to know that we belong to Christ and thank him for his goodness and mercy in our life and walk tall and walk strong and it doesn't matter who wants to be with us who doesn't want to be with us whatever it may be we have to be who Christ has created us to be and when we forget who we are we become followers instead of leaders we accept everything we beg people to be with us we do all manner of things that is not royal we have the resources of heaven available to us. Our father is king over this earth. He's a creator of all mankind. And he tells us that when we get to know him, we are seated in heavenly places. When I read, is it um, Hebrews 12, 23 or 22? And it, says to, and it says to me, it says to us, the kingdom that we belong to. It, it's overpowering. It says that we have come to Mount Zion, not an earthly Mount Zion, but an heavenly Mount Zion, to, to a congregation of the righteous, to, to where there are minerals of angels, where mere men who lived on the earth became perfect. We have to know the fullness 
of the gospel and who we are in Christ. And don't get distracted. Sometimes people say to us, because they see us going through a situation, whether it be a relationship or whatever it is, and they say to us, don't get distracted. And then we will say, distracted? I'm not distracted at all. I know, <laughs> I know what I'm doing. But then something happens along the way and you realize, even though you never thought you was distracted, you were distracted because the things that you were allowing to affect your life, to overcome your life, to overpower your life. If you were distracted, you would have just moved that away. In this time, as children of the most high God, because sometimes the thing is that sometimes when we see him as only father, probably probably we, 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 we don't give him the full authority. But when we see him as king of heaven and earth, we see him as the one that sitteth high and looks low. We, sit, we, see, we see him as the one that the word says, let God arise and his enemy be scattered. And Lord, let those who ate him melt like wax before him. Praise God. The splendor of the king clothed in majesty. When we build him hope in our life, in our expectations, when we speak life into our life through him, it's not about I can do all things. It's not only I can do all things. It's I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me and created me for such a time like this. He tells us that, he's, that, that we are seated in heavenly places with him. And we know that there are heavenly places because we are told of a third heaven. And we know that when Moses was building the tabernacle, he said it was, it was fashioned after the, the heavenly one which was permanent. We need to let those issues that are taking over our life know the word of God and move out of our way. Because, you know, sometimes pride stands in our way and we're thinking that everything's all right. I don't want no one to talk to me. I'm, I've got everything together. We have not. We have not. But when that word comes in the middle of the night, you don't really know who you are. You don't really know who you are. That's why these things that you would walk on is walking over you. And you have to remember who you belong to, who said he would contend for you and your children and your children's children, who said wealth and riches are in your house, who says to you, no weapon formed against you shall prosper and condemn it. We have to know that we belong to God. It was like when the prophet was there and the, and, and the young man was with him. And when he thought that they were overpowered when they saw the physical army. And then when the prophet said, said to God, open his eyes that he can see. And when his eyes were open in the spiritual realm, and he saw all the chariots, the angels and their chariots there. 
And you know that if it's going to be a fight, the spiritual has to win because they are controlled by God. And God is in control of that realm because he says that he's a spirit. And those who worship him have to worship him in spirit and in truth. That means that it don't make any sense. We come to him and, and thinking that he's a man and that, oh yeah, he'll believe anything. He, 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 we, we, we can do anything and everything like that. No, he knows the art. He knows when we come in truth. He knows when we come in desperation. He knows when we come on our back against the wall. And he knows when we come as ritual. So this morning, I'm saying to my brothers and sisters, wherever you may be in the world, do you know who you belong to? That means that situation that's trying to overpower you, you will overpower it. That means that person in your life who doesn't really appreciate you and truly knows who you are has to get up and know because now you know. That means that devil has to be aware because now your eyes have been opened and you know who you are. This morning, we thank God for his goodness and for his mercy and for his love, his unfailing love and for his faithfulness. And that's why when he tells us, in Psalm, when it says in Psalm 150, praise the Lord with your timbers, with the, with the tambourines, with your, with your cymbals, everything else. He is worthy of our praise because he knows when he's had enough. You know, he knows when he's had enough and of what is operating in his children's life. And when he say, that's when he sends that word. Do you know who you really are? I didn't call you. I didn't call you to be distracted by this man, this woman, this situation, this thing. I called you for victory. I called you out of darkness into my perfect light. I called you to be the salt of the earth, not to be trampled. This morning, as we look to Jesus, who tells us that his word will not return to him void without accomplishing what he set it out to do. We look and when we see that, that James said, count it all joy when troubles and trials come to test your faith and to make you stronger. And when you have won the victory, don't lose it. He said to Peter, and when you have overcome, teach others how to overcome. Let them know that, that they are kingdom people. We have to be kingdom-minded. And when we are kingdom-minded, the things of the earth don't matter to us anymore. Because we know that we have a father that will take care of us, that will protect us. Sometimes he has to protect us from ourselves. Sometimes we are, we are the, the obstacles in our own way. Because we are being distracted. We are falling head over heels in love. We are doing this, we are doing that. And it's distracting us. Distracting us. Giving us, give, <laughs> giving us stress. Giving us worry. Giving us trouble. We are worrying about finances. We are worrying about tomorrow. When he said don't think about tomorrow. Just living this day. 
if we look into that book of the prophets, we see and we look and we see even with David, we realize that David made good friends. David made good friends, even of his enemies. He made good friends. He made good friends. But sometimes his judgment wasn't right. Sometimes his judgment, his judgment wasn't right. And we see that David was surrounded by a lot of his family also. Because we see that David, the people that were around David, it were either nephews, it was either nephews or this or disconnection or that connection, but they were family. And we see that when when Absalom was fighting with him, and he told he told the army before they went after Absalom that spared the young man's life. And we we see that because Absalom, the Bible says Absalom was was above was look was handsome, you know. His ear his ear was long, and it says that. When he cut his ear every year, it's like five, it five pounds or whatever it was. But he, he was handsome and everything. And when they went to battle, and his ear, <laughs> the thing that the thing that uh, are this, are the, is the thing that you have pride in. Sometimes is is that thing that helps you to fall. <laughs> and it said that they were fighting in the forest, and Absalom ear got caught up in the tree and he was left dangling and that person i think i'm sure it was was david's cousin <laughs> someone went to him and told him that absalom is caught up in the tree and he said to that person why did you kill him because if you had killed him i would have given you this amount of of of, of gold the person said to him i couldn't kill him why would I, I couldn't kill him because we heard what the king had said that he wants him safe and if I had killed him <laughs> you would have been able to tell the king that I had did it and you know what then the cousin that the, 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 the relative of David that heard what David said went and, and took a son and killed Chabi's son and then made the other people kill him the other people that were for him kill him and then they didn't even bring the body the body back to david that david could bury it what they did was dig a hole and just throw the body in and just cover cover just cover it with stones why would the king say to you regardless we're not saying that his son was right to to come against his father but why if the king of the supreme authority and tells you do not kill his son and bring him back why do you take it upon yourself to kill him we have to be careful the people that surround us because they don't always have our best interests at heart because regardless of what absalom done he was still david's son and it was his it, it was his choice to do what he wanted to do with his with his own child not for somebody else to just say he's just gonna kill him that means that he made himself over the king we have to be careful we have to be careful and when he came back and when david was told 
And David started to cry. He's as if to say, um, it's as if to say, he, he, David not supposed to cry. Of course, David supposed to cry. It's his son, regardless if he was faithful to him or not. It's his son. We have to be careful the things that we do in life also. Because when David had Bathsheba's husband killed Noriah, when and, the, and father sent the prophet to say to him, because of what you did, you didn't physically kill Uriah yourself, but you made the Amorite sword kill him just because of your indiscretion. And he said, hmm, Hallelujah, the sword shall not leave your house. He said, Because you slept with Neriah in wife in private, someone is going to sleep with your concubines in the home here and his own son came and do it we have to be careful the seeds we sow we have to be careful that we don't know who we are and the things that we do because the things that we do can negatively affect our children our generation to come and our life while we're here do you really know who you belong to and who you are because if you did know you'd be making different movements. If we didn't fully know, we'd be making different movements in our life and allow God to do what he needs to do. He told us that if we acknowledge him as God, he will direct our life and remove the obstacles out of our way. Sometimes we become the obstacles in our own way, blocking our own purpose and blocking our own destiny. Because we don't know and we don't remember who we are in times, in times when we should remember, we don't remember and we allow people to treat us any way that they want to. And we are children of the Most High God who, who we have set a standard for. He said, don't love the world and what is in it. But seek first the kingdom of heaven and everything else will be added unto you. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we come before you. We thank you for your goodness and your mercy this morning. We thank you for your love. We thank you for your care. We thank you for opening our eyes that we can really know who we truly are. And we know the purpose and the plan that you have for our life. And even when we don't fully know it, you promise that. You, they are good, the plans are good, and you promise that you will direct our steps if we acknowledge you as God in our life. And you said it's your will that will prevail. You said many are plans that the man that man has, but it's your will that will prevail. Father God, we ask you to lead us to those right business plans, those right ideas, those right business business connections those husbands, those wives, Father God, that you have put there for us, that we can walk in the purpose and the destiny that you have for us and we won't be distracted. We pray for healing in our lives, healing over past earth, healing over health issues, whatever it may be. Bring your healing power to your children because you said, you said in your word that by your stripes we are healed. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Have a blessed night, everyone.
Jesus loves you.